It's just me this time. He's downstairs, getting ready. I'm hijacking the opening this time. <laughs> He's coming. Took you long enough. I have to drink that bus bowl. <laughs> the whole thing? <laughs> They're tiny. <laughs> Hey! Hey! If you like this content, please subscribe. You can leave a comment. Like it. We're also on Anchor. We're on Anchor. Both of our podcasts are on Anchor. So if you're on the go and you want to listen instead of having to watch YouTube, you can find us there. It also works on Spotify as well. Yep. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> it's coffee break! Well, it's still summer. That's why the air conditioner is running. I'm dying up it here. It is so hot. All the time. It's a real motivation killer. You, you know what's crazy? It's how hot it is out here in the desert. Yeah. People freak out about 100 degrees. Mm-hmm. Yes, 100 is hot. It's it a, is yeah. it, very a, hot. It is a hot, Fahrenheit. It is a hot degree. <laughs> but, buddy, you go deal with 115, and you love 100 really quickly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That 15 degrees <laughs> changes everything. Yes. It really, like, you don't think it, but then you learn, yeah, it really will. <laughs> Hey, this was a good summer for us. Yeah, I got... see elsewhere in the world it's been a horrible summer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Texas. We were, we were doing pretty great, though. We, yeah, we no, got it's lots gonna, of rain. It's going to rain again tomorrow. Nice. It's been pretty breezy lately. Mm-hmm. The first inklings of, of fall, fall have trickled in. Creeping in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to my coworker and we were talking about how nice a uh, couple days ago the morning was. Mm-hmm. It was super nice. And he was out one night, and uh, he was telling me that it was just perfect outside. Nice. Hell yeah. He's just like, yeah, it's that, a, we're finally here. It's the thing where I keep forgetting, because like, it'll be really nice in the morning, mm-hmm. and then I'll be like, oh, I'll go walk to the store to get dinner. And then I leave at like 11, and it's like, oh, God, fuck. Hey, it, <laughs> Apollo, you bastard. <laughs> it can get so hot. Just a simple walk to the trash can can cause you just pouring sweat. That's the thing. That's the, the biggest thing that's... Like, as I was sitting there, and I was like, I'm feeling so low energy. And at first I thought it was just uh, us doing the vegan diet for a while there, which definitely contributed to... Vegetarian. Whatever, I'm sorry. Vegetarian diet. <laughs> They're all the same. But, uh, which was definitely contributing to the low energy. But I finally realized, no, it's just because it's so hot. You just sit there in your desk, and you're plugging away, and it's just misery, like, choking you with the heat. <laughs> I forgot to get you a fan. It's a little well, too, now it's too late. Yeah, maybe next year. <laughs> no, I'll have to remember that. Not so much for me. I think the dog would like the fan more. <laughs> um, he can like sit downstairs where it's cooler and he gets on the tile where it's cold and yeah. stuff. <laughs> you were just talking about that diet. Yes. And we did something last week that was uh, a little experiment. Yeah. So we're not still on the diet. No. But we, we had a Morningstar chicken patty left over. Morningstar mm-hmm. does frozen foods, but vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, their chicken patties, their burgers. Their burgers are especially good, I think. Um, what what was that? The chicken pops? Yeah, they were like, it's like, it's like uh, popcorn chicken. Yeah, it's like fake popcorn chicken. But they looked like little tiny, tiny tater tots. A little bit, but they tasted reminiscent of the idea of chicken chicken, yeah (laughs) so we had one leftover patty and we had another leftover patty of actual chicken yes from tyson yeah and i had you cook them up and make them the same way Mm -hmm. 
and then we split them in half so we had each had in half of each one what did you think about that comparison i so when you put them side by side it's a lot more apparent like when we were just eating the morning star patties during our diet it was like yeah this tastes like chicken it's fine yeah uh, having it next to chicken you definitely taste the difference they're both still very good Dude, you know what? Hmm. The chicken patty, the actual chicken patty from Tyson, mm-hmm. was heavy. And it was much thicker. It was. But the Morning Star patty had the same oomph. Mm-hmm. Lot skinnier, and I felt good eating it. Yes. I preferred the vegan over the actual patty. Which is crazy. I understand. I thought I was going to be that way, too, because I tend to not really like chicken patties a lot. They tend to be like, the fuck are you talking about? I, I, I hate them when they're cold. She's lying. I've had she this... eats them constantly. I do. I eat them a lot. What's your favorite food in this world? Chicken nuggets? Bur- wow. Burritos. With chicken? No. Chicken I, burritos? I like carne asada. <laughs> but, okay. <laughs> but no, I, I've had this thing one too many times where we, like I went to make a chicken patty for myself for lunch. That was me clicking. And still cold in the middle. I, which is the most revolting, disgusting... Uh, that happened to me once with a breakfast, like, sandwich type deal. Yep. Like a Jimmy Dean thing. And I uh, refuse to eat breakfast sandwiches now. Unless it's, like, something from an establishment, like McDonald's or Starbucks or whatever. <laughs> I have this crazy idea of doing a food truck. That's a emphasis on crazy. I, <laughs> I've done a lot of research into food trucks, um... I do not want to be actually in the truck cooking no. or anything. You, you do not like driving, and you don't want to cook for others. <laughs> no, but but what I I am down to do all the paperwork. I am fine filing away taxes and all that, figuring out payroll. That sounds like fun stuff to me. But also, the real big kicker is not only owning a piece of this thing, but working on what the menu's going to be. Yeah, which is the thing you really like doing, is developing food items. Yes, and I am slowly working on this project. I don't know if the food truck thing will become a reality, but think about this concept, because ideas are cheap. They're always telling you in the industry, in the film and television industry, ideas are cheap, right? You actually have to put this forward. Mm -hmm. So I feel free to say this, because maybe somebody else who's listening, or you might know somebody... Yeah. If you are listening, to propose this idea. This is a crazy one, but it's based on solely nostalgia. Okay. Make a food truck that sells basically upgraded cafeteria food. I think there is a huge market for that. Sometimes I but, sit there and I think fondly on it. Mm-hmm. And I'll just think of like the pizza I would get from high school lunches. Yep. Uh, they had this dope, like cold pork type sandwich yeah oh yeah even something as simple as a lunchable can be elevated i think yeah and i'm not saying elevated to the point where it's gourmet yeah but take away that aspect of you're a kid eating this Mm -hmm. but bring the taste of a kid eating this yeah 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 right like oh i remember one time we had these pork patties on a long bun Yes. Lathered in barbecue. You know what that tastes like? Hmm. The McRib. It uh, Yes. In fact, every time... The first time I had the McRib was with you. Mm-hmm. I had never been able to get it, despite living next to McDonald's my whole life. Um, they're hard to get. They are. Because a lot of times, like, even when they're in season, it's like, oh, we ran out. Sorry. Yep. 
um, the first time I actually had it, that was it was like it tastes like, like school food, mm-hmm. but in a good way. Yeah, I think school food can be very good. Do you remember uh, Thanksgiving? They would serve uh, turkey. Yeah, <laughs> but it's in cubes, lathered in this gravy. This awful like thick pudding esque gravy. <laughs> yeah, very gelatinous, uh-huh. and it had uh, peas and carrots in it. Oh, yours had peas and carrots? Mm-hmm. Mine got this disgusting, like, it looked like a little piece of cornbread, but it was stuffing. Ugh. Oh, I, oh. I hate stuffing. First of all, it's not Thanksgiving time, but we're getting close. There's a spirit store down the street, and it's still fucking August. Oh, okay? are we gonna go check that out tomorrow? Oh, you wanna do that? Yeah, let's go on an adventure. <laughs> okay, I'll take pics. Nice. Dick pics. Nah, Just yeah. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You guys want some DPs on your way? <laughs> joke. Instantly joke. banned from Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Just joke. We're not doing that. Um, yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah. I detest it. I despise it. It sucks. I like turkey. I just hate Thanksgiving. Here's the thing. I hate Thanksgiving, and I also hate turkey. <laughs> yeah. It's well, And it's the thing is, every time I've had turkey... It is overbaked to oblivion. Like, you know oh, the... it's dry. You know the turkey they have? You know um, why? Because my parents don't know how to cook. So, so <laughs> Yes. I think everyone's parents doesn't know how to cook. They they start the turkey at, what, noon? And then they crack open that first beer. And that's, yep, that's, the, that's the killer. So here's the thing for mine, is they start it at 10 p.m. the night before. That's way too long. Yeah, well, then they pull it out at, like... You know, uh... 10 p.m. Yeah, Thanksgiving night. 10 a.m. the next morning or whatever. Basically, it cooks for 12 hours. And then it just sits there. Getting cold. Until wow. it's almost dinner time. Then they'll put it back in the oven to heat it up. Because I, my mom is dumb. And she has this like weird panic of things being undercooked. She has every single fucking piece of meat in my entire childhood was well done. To burnt. <laughs> I I like your mom. She's a really cool and fun person to be around. She is fun. But uh, after that pie episode of what two Christmases ago, this thing terrified me. Can't cook to save her life. It, she look, tries. <laughs> look, when you bake a pie <laughs> and you pull it out of the oven, it shouldn't move like the motion of water in a glass. Oh, God. And she's definitely the type of person who, as she's sitting there making her cheesecake that separated, <laughs> and as she's sitting there making the cheesecake, and she doesn't like cheesecake, and she won't eat the cheesecake, but she thinks she needs to make it because other people like cheesecake. <laughs> As she's sitting there doing this, she's the entire time just talking about how Gordon Ramsay does this, and Gordon oh, Ramsay oh, does that. Oh, the Gordon Ramsay argument. Like, I don't, based on your cooking skills, Mother Dearest, I don't believe you be, You even know what Gordon Ramsay does. <laughs> she said, Gordon Ramsay says it's okay. I quote, it's okay to use store-bought crust for your pies. I looked at her and I went, there's no fucking way a michelin star chef said that yeah like <laughs> looked it up found his recipe <laughs> I, I can imagine like, what? like you know if it's like a hey this is like a how to help you make a pie step number one don't 
do the hard thing with making the dough, you can get it store-bought. Like, I can understand that from, like, certain chefs that's helping you. But not Gord- not even his, like- I've seen his videos where it's like, Here's an easy after-school snack. Now, pull yeah, it out takes the- takes two hours to make. The, the, the pork roast you've been marinating for 72 hours. <laughs> we're gonna- we're gonna just really quickly- Flambe. <laughs> yeah. Bring out your blowtorch. <laughs> um, speaking of Gordon, mm -hmm. Master Chef season twelve. Yes, it's finally picking up. Finally, after we eliminated like twenty people. Yeah, that's that's. And it's that way throughout. I've been watching this show since season three. So this is like 2011? I remember, uh, 2012? When, when we first started dating, I got really into Gordon Ramsay's stuff. Like, I had watched it here and there, but when we first started dating, I was just going through and binging all the episodes. Mm -hmm. Just by myself on my laptop, because he worked late, and I just had nothing to do in the middle of the night. <laughs> His best show, and you guys have already heard this, but I'll tell you right now. For sure. And there is no other greater cooking or culinary show mm -hmm. other than uh, Tournament of Champions. <laughs> yes. Tournament I'm not going to lie. Tournament of is Champions is amazing. So much fun. I've become so invested with these chefs that on any other occasion I would have never have heard of, honestly. Yeah, but do you ever see one every now and then and go, oh, I know but you. But now I'm like, now I recognize them instantly. I'm like, oh, that's Sweet Tea. Oh, that's. Chef Tila. Yep. Ah, oh, fucking all these things. <laughs> um, I'm so invested on uh, the one guy finally making it to the finale. Ah, oh, he was one of the brothers. Oh, Voltaggio. Yeah. Yeah, Michael <laughs> Voltaggio. Awesome. I I would love to eat at his restaurant. One hundred percent. But uh, no. Back to Gordon. It's Kitchen Nightmares, the U.S. version. The U.K. version I've watched. Very dry. I don't know. I'm not too fond of Kitchen Nightmares. I, it feels very... Once you watch it... So this is now my podcast, yeah. and I've decided this. Yeah. Like, it just feels very formulaic after a while. Like, every episode's kind of... Yeah, but that's the fun. Because all of a sudden, you're like, I know what Gordon's going to do. I... And he's going to yell at somebody. Ha ha ha. And then the finale happens, yeah. and it's not what you think it is. Um, it's... Shit got off the rails. People are in jail. <laughs> that place is closed. Yeah. I used to Amy's see... Amy's Baking Company. I lived in Scottsdale when he filmed that, and I didn't know he was there, which bumps me out, because I also... Amy's Baking Company, mm -hmm. literally across the parking lot, was this Harkins where I went to go watch movies. Nice. It was not far from where I lived. It's now a different bakery. I, I went back yeah, three visits years ago. She went to jail, and I think he's also in jail. But he's not, gonna be deported or something. I thought he was deported and is now in jail in another country. Yeah, they had a lot of fraud. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. When, when they're stealing tips from their workers, constantly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they tend to be scummy people. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Master Chef season twelve. I don't know how much more we can keep going. Mm. Like and. Uh, Gordon in the beginning, during the trailers, he's like, this is our, uh, the biggest, most bombastic season yet. And I'm like, you've been saying this for the last three years. And I'll be honest, the last three years, kind of forgettable. <laughs> there are some major upsets in there. Sure. But, but I have to quote a different show to do that. Huh. It's the biggest upset in, in TLC history. Hell yeah. <laughs> but like, it's, um, so we have like, uh, Shanika and 
Emily. Is who it, were rivals in season six or seven? I think it was nine, something like that. Okay, well, I don't remember. There's a million of them, but yeah, so many of the contestants actually come from that season, mm-hmm. and even Joe himself said that was his favorite season, and I agree because it was constant. They were all neck and neck. But now, now they're all like chill. <laughs> And you can tell they... Well, they're now chefs. Yeah, they kept trying to, like, push the idea that Emily and, and Shanika still have that rivalry. But I feel like the girls caught on, because now they're constantly being like, You go, girl. Hey, thanks. You're doing great down there. Aw, thanks. Like, they're just being nice to each other. Yeah. <laughs> they, they they went through MasterChef, and then they became uh, caterers. Mm-hmm. So they got to live out their dreams. Yeah. And now they're just back at MasterChef. There are some powerhouses in this season, though. Yes, I have a, a handful that I think will definitely make it to the end. And it's crazy, because <laughs> I would think, if I'm going to do a season 13, this is wishful thinking. I'm sure they will. They're going to milk do, this cash cow as far as they can. Do a season 13 and have the champions. Oh, wow. That is a better idea. Face off against the uh, the five up and runners. But have it be... For charity, if you're going to have the champions on there. Yeah, th- these guys don't need money. Yeah, exactly. Money. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> That'd be dope. Luca be... versus <gasps> Christine. But that's, oh no. I don't, who do I, root, a... who do I root for? <laughs> it would be a crazy fight. If you don't know these chefs, go watch MasterChef. It's mm-hmm. actually really chill and relaxed. It is. Gordon isn't a complete bastard yeah despite he's not he's not even the mean one of the of the no judges. joe is far worse unless fucking christine's there christina yeah she's fucking like she won't even like joe will like shout and throw your plate into a trash can and call you like ugly and dude stupid. that was one of the best scenes this person gave him something raw he just picked up the whole plate and threw it in the trash can yeah he's he, like i don't give a fuck about you but when christina gets mad it's like it's like someone has taken an icicle and has pierced your heart and ripped your entire dignity out of your body. She's like How do you hyper- think she makes those milk bars? <laughs> <laughs> so, let's get into it. 20 minutes in. <laughs> well, I think the fun of a podcast is when people just kind of shoot the shit. When we just kind of talk about whatever. Yeah. You come here for the derailments, don't lie. <laughs> we all know it. We hear you. House of the Dragon, the prequel to HBO's Game of Thrones, came out yesterday. Mm-hmm. We're recording this Monday. You'll get it Tuesday. Uh, we did not watch it. We were busy watching the original X-Men movies. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> and I ate a steak for the first time in over a year. Oh, we were going to get to that, I think. Yeah, we ate steak for the first time in a long while. Oh. So fucking good. We were, you wanted to get the T-bones, but then you realized that's like fucking $30 or some shit. It was like 20 bucks for each T-bone. Yeah. I was like, there's no way. So we just got like smaller, cheaper things. I and just go to the local elementary and get better. I made mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I made mashed potatoes rather than getting like the packaged mashed, potato- mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. And uh, those were some amazing they're, mashed They're potatoes. good. <laughs> I recommend more seasoning. I didn't want to overdo it because it's been so long. I'm like, I'm nervous. <laughs> I don't want to. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> since I made mashed potatoes from scratch. <laughs> so easy. <laughs> yeah. Stain was playing earlier. I was just like, God, I hate this song. Uh, and they, they're they a bad band, too, apparently. You know, 
for me, it's either Stain or Creed. Which mm. one's the worst? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, House, House of Dragon. House of Dragon, yeah. Um, I, there's this video showing someone was like walking past like apartment complexes, and you could see everyone's TVs were pointed in a certain direction, where you could see like everyone in the complex. Watching. Their TVs were yeah lined up with Game of Thrones. <laughs> House of Dragon. Yes. Brought in almost two, uh, 10 million, my bad. Apparently it crashed HBO's website for a while there. It's funny. It's funny, because HBO, I know for the last two weeks I've been attacking them, but they have turned around See, and that's, showed up, that, and it's a little, little that, impressive. They actually pulled this off. I'm going to be amazed. That's the thing. I, I alluded to this before when you first told me these numbers and i was like oh i'll, I'll mention it on on copy break this is what it is this also happened with netflix where netflix was t canceling a bunch of shit especially it's animated shows and whatever canceling things and it was like fuck netflix netflix is bad netflix is a bad company and then sandman came out and everyone loved it and they're praising it and suddenly no one's saying those things anymore and now it's the same way with hbo where they're they're they've like completely eradicated a bunch of originals including their animated things from their website and all of the internet for tax write-offs and whatever mm -hmm. and everyone's like fuck hbo they suck they're bad they're doing bad jobs they're, they're, but and, and then here comes a thing you all da, like da, 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 da. <laughs> and suddenly it's like well there's a this yeah, one's good yeah, yeah they're not good but i'm i'm gonna keep my i'm gonna watch this I, i'm gonna keep my subscription because i want to see <laughs> molly game of thrones is on oh shit <laughs> anyways uh so let's get into hbo yes they did me a nasty dirty. They did the fans a nasty dirty. They did the actors and the people who made this a nasty dirty. I did not notice when I was rec uh, recording the last two weeks. I didn't either. But black, wow. Bat girl. I, I, I know. I I know. <laughs> you were gonna say black girl or something. Yeah, sure. I was just totally screwing <laughs> that up. Bat girl had actually finished filming. Mm -hmm. I saw a picture. This was interesting. She's in the street or alleyway there's another character that i don't know and she's talking to batman who's michael keaton yeah they had finished the whole thing and when hbo told them that they were canceled and this is done you're not going to do anything with it mm -hmm. they were in the middle of editing it damn it's that's so painful you put brendan fraser out there he was strung up on wires if it's done finish it <laughs> exactly right like if fucking Zack Schneider can make his final cut of Justice League happen can we not make Batgirl happen too I think it for the the sake of all the actors involved and everyone else just on production like every single grip every unpaid intern the catering services everyone had to sit there and stay up late and work hard mm-hmm and to be that close to it being done, fuck you. <laughs> Dude, it would suck to film a Batman movie. Could you imagine? It's only night scenes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're the lighting and, person, uh, you're just shitting Bruce yourself. Bruce Wayne's gonna be in his office this morning. Yes! <laughs> uh, in this scene, um, a character wearing all black talks to another character wearing all black in the middle of the night. So let's, figure out how to light it. Let's go! <laughs> I'm gonna give him an orange hue and give him a blue heel. It'll be under fucking street lights, I don't care. <laughs> Put a gel on that, buddy. But have him walk out of his car and his high beams are on. <laughs> oh, oh my god, why? 
It's got to be raining. It's always, and that's another thing, it's always fucking raining. <laughs> so the lighting guy is also just struggling with all of his wires while someone's just shooting water out. <laughs> yeah, that's not lighting guy, that's best boy. Uh, yeah. And best boy's nightmare is a very real nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> God, I remember. Yeah. We were in the studio when I was in college, and we were doing this student film, and I was the best boy for electrical. And we had these giant, like, wigs on top. Are these ones that were, like, 500 pounds or something? Like, super so heavy? So this, this one light, just a mega beam. Yeah. Turn this thing on. It's terrifying. Yeah. It's like your sorcerer casts sunlight, you know? <laughs> and I'm a strong person, but just moving it one inch over was a nightmare you have to clamp it down you have to tighten that clamp mm -hmm. it's a metal clamp because it's also so tall it could easily just get knocked over in the wind no no, no we're in a studio we don't have to worry about ah, the elements that's a big studio <laughs> it was well there was multiple studios there but uh it's one of those it's not even just like plugging in a lamp it's a like plugging in a dryer you know a special dryer. oh yeah it was one of those Ew. crazy things, and you plug it all together. And it's like, there's so much electricity going through this thing, it could kill me. Mm -hmm. If I mess up, I die. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm already 20 feet up off the ground. <laughs> no, Moving a 500-pound light, which, God forbid, if that thing dropped. That's why I like post-production. <laughs> I, I enjoy the thrill, but... Uh, how, much, how expensive was a light bulb on one of these? <laughs> So, <laughs> we weren't told that if you extend the lights all the way up, and we had studio lights, we had a, I can't remember what it was. It was a halogen, okay. but a larger beam, nice. more larger than you dealt with in, uh, yeah. it would be more for like theater production. Makes sense. Right. And this is up on its tripod, and we need to move it because we're doing a photo shoot. Right, and I didn't know this. Halogens and how old those lights are, you can't move them when they're on. Nope. LEDs, you can do all sorts of stuff, right? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. We didn't know that, so we shifted it over. It took two of us, right? And we slowly just guided it over, set it in a place, all good, dead. Yeah. Bring it back. I'm like, I don't know why this died, it just died. And they're like, this bullshit. Yeah. Was the light on when you moved it? And we're like, maybe? Well, yeah, you're the one teaching me. You're supposed to tell me about these things. And they're like, this is a $2,000 light bulb. Ooh. Because it's a halogen. So it's one of those old light bulbs that you usually see in uh, movies where you see the coil yep, and yep. the lightning going through it. Yeah. It's a weirdly finicky little... Amazing, that's how we had all of our light bulbs going for a good while there. Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, super sensitive. I remember that was just a thing. If you bought light bulbs, bringing them home was an ordeal. Because if you shook the package too much, you could have fucked up your light bulbs. You know? On that same shoot, a day earlier, they handed me a package of light bulbs. Okay. And I'm driving this Jeep, this 1995 Jeep Wrangler. Nice. No hardtop. Things scary as hell manual automatics didn't exist back then yeah <laughs> and i'm driving home i'm exhausted i'm tired the street lights start to look like stars Ooh. 
And I look next That's to me. That's what they look like to me all the time. <laughs> they, they look like that to me now. Yay, oh. astigmatism. <laughs> I look next to me and there they are. And I just hear the echoing words of, this is $20,000 of light bulbs. You yeah. need to carry this and be safe with it. Why? Why? Why of all but why But you? that was my job. I was the best boy. So I had to worry about those things. I had to run up to uh, like electrical outlets and test them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I have that device. Makes sense. Makes sense. The thing's super handy. Even when you're just moving into an apartment, that's a great device. Rather than running around with your phone plugged into its charger Mm -hmm. and just plugging the charger into everything, it's like an expedited version of that. (laughs) Oh, we were taught to use, if you don't have that device, right, Mm -hmm. my meter, you can just use a jukebox. That'll do it, too, yeah. People are creative. They come up with things. Yeah, you, you can figure out ways to get through it. Um, we got yeah, it helps when you're moving into places. So HBO did a new trailer. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Sorry. Announcing all the new things that everyone's going to forgive them for and come back. Yep. Come crawling back. Secession. <laughs> yep. Season four. The last season. It should be the last season. Yeah. They might do a fifth one. We'll find out. Woof. Already has 25 Emmys. I didn't put the Emmys in here. I figured that'd be a next week kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't think there's going to be anything happening next week, honestly. Me either. <laughs> uh, Secession. Our Flag Means Death, Hell season two. yes. <laughs> How is that queer baiting? So, okay, who calls it queer baiting? They fucking kiss. They make out. There's like seven gay or lgbtqia plus characters in the whole show how is yeah. it? it's not baiting it happens <laughs> i love my gay pirates it's a, it's a <laughs> never thought i would say it but it, hey 2020 I, it's been a weird fucking year dude i love my little gay pirates too i was just thinking about how every time someone proclaims queer baiting half the time they're not even using it right like they claimed uh ruby volume seven was queer baiting what's that you know, <laughs> that's the one uh, with uh, Clover and Crow, and like they were bonding and stuff, and then Clover died, and everyone's like, eh, "This is queer baiting." It's like, first of all, it's not. the 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 trope you're looking for is barrier gaze, and second of all, also no, because <laughs> neither their sexuality. This it could have been a friendship. <laughs> well, people have also claimed Thor: Love and Thunder is queer baiting. I, I imagine if since Taika Waititi's working on it, there's like an openly gay couple in there again. <laughs> well, I saw a scene. Yeah. I did not mean to spoil it for myself. Who is it? But it was Thor versus Zeus. Okay. You're gonna love this. Who's scene. playing Zeus? Uh, Russell Crowe. Okay, I, I was. I keep thinking. In Kurt, a tutu. I keep thinking Kurt Russell. <laughs> And, uh... Kurt Russell. Okay, let's talk about Kurt Russell. We, we, yeah. You know, when Jack's here, he's gonna be here to help you. And when Jack faces away and he goes, screw you guys. Is that something he said? Yeah, that was his monologues we, at the beginning and the end. We watched, um, a Big Trouble in Little Chinatown. God, it's so good, but so racist. Yeah. <laughs> it was dumb. Um. <laughs> Do you love how that movie escalates? I didn't... I never knew it was, like... Supernatural. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And so like they started like the gods came and started using magic and I was like, what trickery is this? <laughs> That's a good one though. It was, I, I enjoyed it. I can see why people like it. It wasn't bad. 
No, just you're just on this crazy ride. Culturally insensitive. <laughs> you know what's so insensitive? Huh. That one guy that I said looks like Bobby Lee. Yeah. They like kept calling him. Was that Egg? Yeah. Wasn't okay. it? Yeah, I think it was Egg. That was his name. Uh huh. I didn't get that. Egg Chen. Oh yeah, that's every single fucking egg person. Egg spelled like an egg. Was was a Chen or a, 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 a Wong. Wong or something? <laughs> <laughs> and, and they kept calling him Chinese. And you could just look at the guy and be like, he's Korean. Yeah, it's like that's another thing. Like, he's Korean. There's no mistake there. Like, like I imagine that's one of the things where like we'll talk about it in history books, of um, of yeah, it was it was um Eastern representation, but never correctly shown. <laughs> Did you notice the gods were all Japanese actors? That's another thing I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, what a show superiority. I, I made me just want to rewatch Shang-Chi, honestly. Because I'm like, damn, Shang-Chi Dude, was real good. I've been wanting to watch Shang-Chi. We, well, but not for racial no, I terms. Just, I just wanted to rewatch it. For, what are we on? Phase 4? Yep. For Phase 4, I think that's been my favorite movie so far. We talked about this last week. I keep thinking about Shang-Chi. I can't help it. <laughs> it was a good movie. The more I think about it, the more I'm liking it. My allegiance still lies with Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. So, another one they're bringing back is Barry, season four. Is this going to be Barry's last season? I doubt it. Uh, I don't know what more. I, I Doom Patrol, this will definitely be their last season. 100%. I can't imagine them stretching this. They are already, like, you know, kind of repeating plot points. Yep. Um, I am stupid excited. I really liked season three. I'm super ready for oh, season four. Oh, the sisters of Dada? Yeah, the sisters of so. Dada. I thought it was great. I thought it was so much fun. Uh, it was really cool having um, Rita be our main character mm-hmm. over uh, Crazy Jane. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of stolen the light a lot. I think we could do uh, a more Larry-centric and also a, a more um, uh, cyborg-centric season. We've had so much cyborg no, stuff. No, 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 we need more. We need... Shut up. <laughs> okay. I want more. I think Larry and Cyborg could have, like, a duality component with their plot points about being othered societally mm-hmm. for different reasons. <laughs> Both their powers, their appearances. I think, yeah, I think it could work. <laughs> Titans is also getting another season. What is this? Like, their sixth? Third. Third? Yep. I thought... Oh, it might be the fourth. I thought they were on their fifth. <laughs> the Titans and Doom Patrol showed up in uh, uh, the Arrowverse. Did they really? Yeah. Cute. They're there. It's weird because we technically get introduced to the Doom Patrol in Titans first. That was the first time seeing them. Yep. And they have their like proto versions of their outfits and they don't look great. Like Robot Man looks nearly the same, but like... Like, native man. Who's Larry? <laughs> yeah, Larry did not look great. <laughs> um, and then uh, White Lotus. White Lotus, what is that? That's the one, it's a horror, psychological horror on a Hawaiian island. They go stay in this. It, I watched a little bit of it. I didn't watch it with you. Okay. But cool. it's getting a second season. They're going to bring in a ton of new stuff. And at the very end of this trailer, yep. we saw the first scenes of The Last of Us. With Pedro Pascal as 
Joel. Joel and... Were you going to say Rick? I was going to say John. I was thinking John Marston. I couldn't... <laughs> Who's playing Ellie? I don't know, but she doesn't look like her. Man. Well, arguably, Pedro Pascal doesn't look a ton like Joel either. <laughs> Other than the salt and pepper but... hair. <laughs> I'm fine with Pedro Pascal playing him. 100%. I love Pedro Pascal. Did you also see who was in there? Uh, I only had eyes for Pedro, I'm not gonna lie. You didn't see Nick Offerman? (laughs) Oh, he was in that, yeah! I don't know the story of Last of Us too well. Like, I've seen you play, like, the first four-ish hours of it. Or something like that. I know what happens. Like, I know the broad strokes. But I I see Nick Offerman and I have no idea who he could be playing. I know exactly who he's playing. Yeah. And he's the perfect guy for that role. Cool. His name is Sam, and he's a conspiracy psycho who booby traps his whole town. Oh, you made it that far when I watched you play. When you when couldn't I play get Last past of Us, all his booby traps, though. <laughs> when I play Last of Us, it's uh, usually on the most hardest difficulty where you don't even have a map or a HUD. Yep. Um, I'm excited. I wonder how far they're going to go with this season. Like into the story. It should end when they take off to Pittsburgh. Do you think we'll see giraffes? Giraffes are in Pittsburgh. Okay, I don't. I know there's a thing with giraffes, and it's like every time you see like a top ten most beautiful moments in video games, it's always the giraffes is on there, and I'm like, oh, it's lost on me. Giraffes are cool, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> Ellie grew up in a world of the post-apocalypse. Joel did not. Right mm. when they get to Pittsburgh. The sun is shining. The vines have taken control of the city. Oh, yeah, and, like, the zoo animals have, like, escaped? Have been escaped, yeah. Okay. And I come it. across a giraffe, and she doesn't know what it is, so he has to teach her. Sounds cool. He's a uh, surrogate father to her. I know that. <laughs> okay. I, I'm excited. Let's find out what it is. Yes. I would love to see more, honestly. Now, my next point, if you follow me on Twitter, uh, at BottomBerry. Mm-hmm. I uh, know, we did not... Yeah, I I, I fucked up too. I'm judgmental, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then you know how I feel about this Disney Plus show. Me as well. But I'm going to tell you right now, fuck She-Hulk. Boring. So boring. Dumb. And people are... It does bring up good points, like good concepts. And I don't have any problem with the concepts. Of, uh, her character seems fun. The plot point of women are better at handling their anger because of, like, the daily struggle that they have. Monthly. Makes Shut up. (laughs) Makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Uh, Conceptually, this should be great, but it's feeling so goddamn boring. (laughs) So boring. I hate it at the end. And you know what? Spoilers, I don't give a fuck. Come on. Nah, it's Let's the first episode. If you care, you will watch it. Let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it came out a week ago. <laughs> yeah, now we got another episode. Yay! Um, we're her friend. So so what's happening is they're doing a, a law scene where she's in a court mm-hmm. with her co-workers and they're trying to... Uh, Stop this bad person. That, that That's so insequential. You just need to know she's in the court yeah. with her friends. Yep, yep. And all of a sudden, this nobody bad guy girl shows up. Like, she looked like a knockoff version of um, Cheetah. 
Okay. From I Wonder was, Woman. I was going to say that, yeah. <laughs> Where she doesn't actually look like a cheetah. She's just wearing cheetah print. Yeah. <laughs> and she's flying through the air like she's Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, yeah. And... Because that's a good way of describing that. Yeah, <laughs> it was lame. And don't take me wrong, Scott Pilgrim was great. Scott Pilgrim is great. That That is a funny movie. Hilarious. Amazing. 10 out of 10. Great Scott director. earned self-respect. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your hair's stupid. You're dumb. And <laughs> he's just killing all the yep, clones. Yep, Great movie. Anyways, She-Hulk's not. And <clears throat> her friend goes, now's your time to do your thing. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, hiding because they're scared of this, this super bad guy girl. Yeah. We didn't even get a name. And... She stands up and starts walking towards her, and then we see the transformation. We had already seen her as She-Hulk. Yeah, like and plenty then, of times. <laughs> what, one single punch to the chest, and she knocked her out? Well, I'm fine with that, honestly. I... And then everyone's like, wow, that's She-Hulk, and then she transforms back into herself. And she's like, anyway, back and to... And then picks up her... Back to my hunch. <laughs> her heels. Yep. So dumb. I... I want to see the second episode because I'm I'm hoping maybe this is just like a bad symptom of first episode-itis where they want to desperately get all the stupid exposition shit out of the way. It's like, all right, powers and training and she's good. Let's go. Let's tell the real story we want to tell now. So I'm hoping it gets better from here. But that first episode did nothing to grip me as a viewer. You know what made me sad? Hmm. She's talking to her cousin, Banner, Mm -hmm. right? Bruce Banner. Yep. The Hulk. And he was he's taken her to a place in Mexico that's his own little secret lair. Yep. And he's talking about how Tony Tony Stark, Iron Man. Yeah. Had always threatened that he would come back and take the place. Yeah. And you can kinda almost see there's about to be this emotion because he lost his best friend. Mm-hmm. And we just Roll right over that. Wasn't it great how that was also juxtaposed with the, I guess, long-running joke of the episode of her convinced that Captain America died a virgin? That's like, what so fucking, I, like, YouTube theory bullshit? <laughs> I read about this. There's like, a reason, actually, why that's in there. Like, I believe it, too. I'm sure I've heard that theory before, but, like, why would why put that in your show? Also, he didn't <gasps> die. Well, he did die, but yeah. he didn't die a virgin. No, he went back in time and fucked the fuck out of her, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> you can't see my face, but I'm agreeing. I don't know. It was incredibly boring. Kind of hard to believe the fight intergalactic aliens mm-hmm. win the fight barely. I, and then yeah. <laughs> have the chance to go back. I also, I don't... I, Could it, you imagine those bedtime stories from him? Jeez. <laughs> I don't, I can't, the thing is with the, with She-Hulk also, it just felt so stereotypy. Like, I understand, like, she's painting the, the world that women have to deal with where men talk down to you in your workplace and you get catcalled and things like that. Those parts didn't bother me, honestly. It makes sense to highlight her anger management. The thing was, it was always juxtaposed with women being, like, amazing, perfect, awesome, friendly the best people in the world Mm -hmm. and i wish i don't know (laughs) like maybe when the 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 squad of girls come running into the bathroom to like try to help her maybe if we saw she was also getting kind of angry at them for like getting up in her business 
she seemed flustered by them. I don't know, just more anger stuff, I suppose. And maybe more, like, evenly spread out, sexualized. Well, I said this <laughs> about the end, when she becomes She-Hulk in front of public. Mm-hmm. Notoriously, in the MCU and the comics, every time the Hulk shows up, there's a problem. Yes. To have another one showing up? Mm-hmm. You think they would be freaking the fuck out? Maybe. I would be terrified. I don't know. Maybe. But I, I, that's one, that's something I've never really put much thought into, you know? Because I knew there were other Hulks, and I knew, like, She-Hulk was more accepted compared to Hulk in-universe. Yes. But I'd still be scared of the prospect there might be another one. Eh, maybe. I mean, technically, there's a bunch, actually. Oh, we should... What, next year, we should see the Red Hulk? Nice. Cool. That's gonna be awesome. And, okay, so we're gonna just keep watching that one, keep updating you guys on it. Yeah, well, I hope it gets better. I'm waiting for the devil. Mm-hmm. Literally. Fuck yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. That's my boy. Lawyers. Hanging out. Being cool. <laughs> That's gonna be awesome. Lawyers. <laughs> a man of God, blind, fighting a Hulk. But, this, I, but lawyers, though. I honestly hope it's just lawyer shit. I hope there's, like, no superhero sh stuff. It's just lawyer shit. Supposedly that's why this show is called Attorney at Law. If that is true, then this has skyrocketed in my interest. It is supposed to be all about lawyers. And we're not supposed to have too much She-Hulk. Good. I, that's what I want. I Something different. That I saw a clip from... I miss Moon Knight. <laughs> I saw this show was so bad. I missed Moon Knight. I saw a clip from um, Captain America, the first Avenger, his the first one, mm -hmm. and I was struck with how much it is a war movie with superheroes. Now it's this is a superhero movie. There is a war, you know. Like if they did that nowadays, that's what it would be like. It's the genre was the forefront, and the superhero aspect was just cool seasoning on top of this flavor. I, I could make that same argument for uh, Winter Soldier. Yes, espionage. It's a, an espionage film with superheroes. I think once they hit um, maybe phase two and definitely by phase three, that's when superhero became its own genre. And that's where we get that like cookie cutter, like, and hey, we gotta do our thing, here's some jokes, next scene, fight stuff, more jokes, like that type deal. <laughs> phase three starts out with Captain America 3. Civil War. Yes. And that's where it begins. Yeah, you're right. 100%. Phase 2 weirdly ends with uh, Ant-Man. It does end with Ant-Man. And that's another really good, unique one. You don't realize how important he is until Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sandman on Netflix. We were already talking about it. Mm-hmm. They've done something uh, ingenious, I'd say. Which... Is releasing another episode. They already dropped it. There, so there was ten episodes for this first season. Mm -hmm. Lie, there's eleven. There's I, an eleventh episode. I think this is super smart because from a marketing thing, like you, especially with a, a, a service like Netflix where you drop all the episodes at once, so people watch it. They binge through the whole thing. It's done. And then while people are still buzzing about it and talking about how much they liked it, uh, maybe a week or two later, 
here's another episode. So it makes them have to come back to their streaming service. Yep, and it worked for me. It worked for me. I had a great time. <laughs> first, it's a two-parter episode, a single episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first is animated. Yes. The Dream of a Thousand Cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cute stuff. They're, they're both very, like, Monster of the Week-ish, which I love. And what was the second one? Um, uh, the guy who locked up a Ke- muse. Kelope? Calliope. Calliope. Um, and that has ties to the actual show, yeah. which I'm expecting in season two, if they get it. Good stuff. It was great just seeing, part of the fun is seeing a being of immense power, like Dream, just being powerful and enacting judgment as he sees fit. <laughs> he is scary. He can be very scary. It's when the guy is like blathering on and and because he knows he has Calliope trapped in his room and he's sitting there and then Dream just goes, hold your tongue. And it's like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> might as well just fucking shot, like shoot him at this point. <laughs> he could destroy you. He could. Lock and Key on Netflix. We're on season three. Uh, we're taking our time with this one. We are. This oh, is like the it. final season of Lock and Key. We started this show back in 2019. Yeah, when it first came out, I was in love with it. That first season. Good. I still say that first season is amazing. It's actually a really good kid show. Um, very smart. Very Season heartfelt. three, so far, what we've gotten through. What the hell? A little, a, a little all over the place. A lot all over the place. I did not expect the bad guy to show up again. No. And that that was crazy right. I will actually commend them for that because they had defeated the villain in the end of season two. Yeah. And then the little brother Brody, Bodie, mm-hmm. right, gets this special key. It's all about these keys in this house. Yeah. They're the locks. If you don't, it's very keys. complicated. If you don't, It's three seasons in. If you don't know, and watch he, it. <laughs> he finds the time shift key, which he can go to a grandfather clock and change it and relive moments in the house. Yeah. He ends up screwing up something and going back to season two. Yeah. And then he walks in. And pr- accidentally brings back the... No, no, no. He does more than that. Yeah, he does fuck up a he lot of things. He shit talks... Uh, Dodge? Dodge, the bad guy. Yeah. And Dodge right there at that moment is winning. It's their big moment of actually winning. Yeah. And Dodge goes, wait, there's two Bodies? And And our Bodies, like, it doesn't matter. You lose. We win every time. I'm living proof that you lose. Yeah. (laughs) So Dodge finds a way to come back. I have problems with the season. Um, I wanted more Bodie. I wanted Bodie to develop. And unfortunately, we're getting a lot of Dodge pretending to be Bodhi. And, uh... Well, from what I read from the original comic, was that Bodhi's not actually the main character. And it's actually his brother. You can tell, like, um, the way they... What's his brother's name? Tyler. Ty. The, uh, the way it's been presented, at least the way I thought it was gonna be, was season one, like, the three Locke kids are our main protagonists. Mm-hmm. But season one, the focus was specifically on Tyler. Season two, the focus was specifically on Kinsey. Yep. And now... The, the sister. And now the youngest, specifically on Bodie. But he's been not there for most of it. Technically, he's dead. Technically, yes. Like, we haven't finished it. We're going to keep watching. We have, like, three episodes left, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I've been, it's been better than season two. I'll, I'll give them yeah, that. Yeah, season two sucked. Season and two we was, waited two years for that thing. Ugh. I honestly didn't even expect to ever see a third season, quite frankly. Whatever. <laughs> uh, Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller's Day Off starring uh, Simba. Uh, Broderick. Matthew Broderick. Yep, yep. Has gotten a spinoff announced. This is crazy. Why? Ferris Bueller's Day Off is a cult classic from the 80s. Uh, yes. About a boy, Ferris Bueller, uh-huh. taking the day off from school. Yeah, he fakes being sick so he can go and party, and that's it. And he hangs out with his friends. Yeah. This spinoff has not been titled yet, but it's about the valets who take his friend's car, Cameron. Why? It will be produced and made by the guys who did Cobra Kai. Why? Who wants... Which makes sense. I guess, but who wants this? Who was clamoring for the valet guys to get a fucking... Own... What, what could they do? Just steal random people's cars? <laughs> well, if I had to imagine why this happened, it's because the actor who plays Cameron in Ferris Bueller mm-hmm. is in... Secession. He's one of the brothers. He is. And in an interview, they asked him about a Ferris Bueller's sequel. Mm-hmm. And he said, Matt and I have this joke where my character would be in a hospital and he decides to pull me out of the hospital and we have one last day of shenanigans. That, that sounds like a fun idea. That sounds like a great, that's a way better pitch automatically. <laughs> but this is their joke. Nothing came from that except for all of a sudden now we have a spinoff. It's, I think, it's, it's, oh my god. It's this thing nowadays with fandom cultures, I've noticed. The 80s are coming back, baby? Not that. I don't have any issue with that. It's the fucking rabid desire for, like, minor Franchise. characters to get full spinoffs. Like, like, like fucking, or, or more screen time. So suddenly, you know, okay, let's, um, let's use a, a movie that I'm sure... Most everyone will know. Let's go with The Lion King as an example. Nowadays, so we had The Lion King 1, Lion King 2, and Lion King 1 and a half that focused on Timon and Pumbaa, and that mm-hmm. was fine. Nowadays, people would be sitting there clamoring, like, when do we get a Zazu movie? When do we get, when do we get a, um, a, um, Sarabi movie? Sarabi! What about, what, what, what about, um, the, the gopher? <laughs> Where's his movie? Like, suddenly, these, like, nobody background characters who don't need further fleshing out are getting these fucking spinoffs and stuff. <laughs> Whatever, it's happening. I hope it's good. You I'll know what else is happening? What? Zack Snyder's new film, Rebel Moon, for Netflix. Uh, no release date, but the movie's so damn long. Cute. It's got split into two. I uh, I imagine we're not gonna see anything until twenty twenty four. Guarantee you. It's gonna he should take... be done with it. He's filming. Uh, what's that Vegas zombie movie he did? Vegas zombie movie. You don't remember watching it? Uh, can you be more specific? <laughs> zombie Dave Land. Batista. Oh, that one with the. Oh fuck! I don't remember what. Army it was called. of the Dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to get a sequel. Okay, I'd be more interested in the sequel, even though, like, half of our main cast is dead. <laughs> it would be funny. It would be. It would be more fun. I don't know. I Especially if Dave Bautista's not the main character, but they actually got Jason Momoa. That'd be... 
Because for some reason in Hollywood, they're interchangeable. I, know, I don't right? know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've is... never looked at Dave Bautista or Jason Momoa and said, oh. They don't look anything like each other. We could swap these guys. <laughs> While we're at it, with that fucking kind of logic, let's get <laughs> Dwayne in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Black Adam 2, starring Jason Momoa, and Black Adam 3. <laughs> just randomly, he's just sometimes Dave Bautista. <laughs> they don't acknowledge it, it's just sometimes it's not Dwayne. <laughs> okay, we rewatched X-Men and X-Men 2. Yeah, as I X2. mentioned earlier, we, they, we, we like referenced Beast. We started talking about how much we like Beast, specifically Kelsey Grammer's version. And then we're like, we should watch the X-Men. <laughs> but we didn't get to the one with Beast in it. <laughs> no, we didn't. Uh, those movies are horrible. No, they're so campy and charming. Yes. I love them. It was hard to look at uh, Hugh Jackman and okay. be like, oh, that's that's Wolverine. His hair. <laughs> Knowing Logan had happened. It's, um, it's... I, I think, oh, his hair is the worst. It is. I think they do a really good job because a lot of it is practical effects. Mm-hmm. Um, the only like you can tell is like uh, like the storm clouds rolling in. What? Yeah, they don't actually. Halle Berry can't actually control the weather. Uh, bananas, am I right? <laughs> but she can. I've seen Catwoman. <laughs> I liked Catwoman. I know it's bad. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> it's very bad. But I enjoyed it. It's one of those guilty pleasure, just like dumb movies I like to put on. I. Didn't like seeing Magneto. Because he looks too much like Gandalf? He just sounds like Gandalf. He's, I think that's part of the... At one point, I was like, when are you going to tell Xavier he shall not pass? Yeah, <laughs> I think that's part of it. It's like, he is a very warm and kind person. And then he just turns around and is just this awful human being. <laughs> this murderous... He kind of has every right to be. He's a bit... And he's also not a human. It's when... I guess... <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I put. They call them humans and mutants, but in my mind, it's just like, but we're all the same. <laughs> That's what the Brotherhood's fighting for. Yes. Uh, it's in the X2. I forgot about this part. Where they're sitting there and they're all working together to whatever. And they're in like the jet. <laughs> I didn't need to explain the plot. You whatever. Know. Fuck Striker. <laughs> they're in the jet and like rogue is standing there and she turns around and she sees mystique and magneto and they're like giggling to each other like fucking high school bullies and she's like what is it and and mystique like nudges magneto and magneto's just like we love what you did with your hair because of the events of the first movie where his machine turned gave her those shocks of white in her hair and i'm like what an ass storm no mystique magneto and rogue yeah okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and i'm like what a bitch that's rude <laughs> i yeah. like i like x2 x2 is my favorite bobby Bo- okay bobby you were telling me something about that actor mm-hmm. so in lock and key yes there is an actor who looks exactly like the actor who played bobby yes uncle duncan is his name in lock and key they are not they are not I thought they were. What it is, this is bananas. This is the craziest thing. They're identical twin brothers. Identical twin brothers. Like, even into their adulthood, they they have, like, the same facial hair. And they're both actors, which is super cool. Mm -hmm. I imagine they probably used... Because there's a scene in X... In the first one, X-Men, 
where um Mystique. Myst- Mystique is pretending to be Bobby you to think get it around. Was the other brother? I think yeah, rather than like do any CG bullshit, just have the one brother walk past and the other brother come out for the reveal. I think uh, probably. <laughs> so X Men, I'm excited for the MCU's version of it. I am too. I. Will- I- Consider that more canon than what the fuck I just saw. I love the X Men. God, and I love you know, the X-Men. back in the day, when X Men and Tobey Maguire's Spider Man was all we got. Yeah. And I'm not gonna mention, you know, Ben Affleck's Daredevil, or Jennifer <laughs> Gardner's Electra, Couple or of, yeah, those Wesley are, Snipes' Blade, yeah, those or, weird ones, <laughs> or Angley's Hulk, which is just shit. The first ever superhero movie I ever watched. That's a horrible way to pop your chair. It is. I'll be honest. I thought it was a horror movie. I was terrified. <laughs> it, like, haunted me. It is a horror film. Like, Have you I seen just, the way it's shot? Just the, the, I don't know why they did this, but they film in, like, the, like an empty, vacant lake bed. <laughs> Everything is just... It looks like, like nowhere from Courage the Cowardly Dog, the middle of nowhere. It looks like that. And that freaked me out. And then just that green fucking mushroom cloud... Yeah, this is dad. Yeah. It just terrified me (laughs) because it looked like a dream. (laughs) And then we got Apple TV's luck. Yes. So I wanted to talk about this. Okay. So this came out this week. um, And I had heard about it. I saw trailers. Uh, Apparently it's awful. And seeing some clips from it, yeah. (laughs) You can tell it's trying to mimic a Disney Pixar style but it's just a little lifeless in comparison. Oh, that sucks. Like, it's technically fine. It's doing what it, it needs to be. Um, I specifically want to talk about it uh, because when I first heard about the movie, I thought it was going to be about the black cat as our main character. And I theorized that might have been the initial idea because early concepts... So it's about this girl who's unlucky mm-hmm. and she finds this black cat who gives her a lucky penny. And suddenly, she's, she's like, it, her bad luck is gone. Of course, bad luck is kind of subjective. Like, she'll trip and drops her sandwich and shit like that. That sucks. But then she also bad has, luck. like, a job that she got for free and an apartment. That you didn't she, get jobs for free. And that, well, like, someone gave it to her without her having to audition. And she has, like, an apartment that she doesn't have to pay rent for. It's all paid. And her, she has, like, a college thing going on that she also doesn't have to pay for and I'm like bitch you seem really 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 fucking lucky (laughs) but she uh, has to go into like the world of luck and whatever to like help the black cat get their lucky penny back because he's also bad luck or some shit I don't know um and I think initially it was probably supposed to be just about the black cat Mm -hmm. and then somewhere down the line they're like make it a girl make it a a a, a marketable doll (laughs) And that's exactly what she looks like. She looks like a run-of-the-mill doll, like a Barbie knockoff. Uh-huh. That sucks. And I want to talk about how I just hate... She's just so... It's this thing that's happening where characters just look boring. They all have the same proportions. They all have the same hair, the same eyes, same nose, same face. It's whether it's Disney or Pixar or Apple Plus, it doesn't matter. They all look the same. You have the two options. Either, like, the the Disney Barbie look, like mm-hmm. Elsa, um, uh, Rapunzel, and now, uh, even, like, uh, the characters from Encanto, where that's got the big eyes, very, um, like, Barbie-ish. Encanto at least played a little bit with different body types and stuff. 
Maribel. 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 Uh huh. Fucking cute. She is cute. I her big old glasses, adorable. And dancing around like that. She's pre- and she you can tell she like embroidered all of the stuff on her dress herself. Yeah. Cute, precious. Uh, I love her to bits. But you're probably talking about her, her sister. Here, design, yeah, uh, Isabella. Yeah. Her aunt, also, a lot of the, her mother. A lot of them are that like same old body type that girls have, and a lot yeah. of the men are like the only two body types, like tall and skinny or short and stout, and that's it. And other things like Pixar has that too, like with Lightyear. We saw, like they looked, <laughs> like uh, the her his second in command girl. I don't remember her name, the younger one from the time skip stuff. She, you could have put her next to any like Elsa or Rapunzel, mm-hmm. and she looked exactly the same. And then the other thing is this thing that we see from Luca and Turning Red, where it's just real circular, real orby type characters, but they still all look the same. <laughs> I just want something different, something real different, you know. But that's just a little mini rant I wanted to go on. Because I was sitting there thinking back on it. Like, even, like, The Incredibles. Where you could say, arguably, Helen and Violet also have those same proportions. Uh, Ellen. Helen. Helen Parr. That was Ellen. No. Elastigirl. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> uh, they have that same, like, the big eyes, small, small nose, small mouth. You know, the same old proportions as always. But... Incredibles had this overlying style to it. This like like weird comic booky type. Mm-hmm. Like angular sort of thing. She's and not angular. <laughs> Helen fuck nah. She's very bulbous. She, she's got the ass. <laughs> the hips and the tits. They won't she, Rule you... 34. <laughs> I've seen a lot of it. I don't watch it. I'm just I run into it. And I'm no, just you like, can't. Wow. There's tons of fucking Helen stands out there. <laughs> I don't blame them, you know? Whatever. But yeah, like even something she's like guys with mommy issues. Even something like Incredibles has a style to it. And I feel like all of these animated movies nowadays, no matter who it is, even stuff like Look, it looks exactly the same as everyone else. Mm. Washed out. No fun colors. Like, yeah, the thing is Luck, and she has green, because they like, go to like the land of leprechauns, and they all wear green, and it's gr- a green. Green is the color. Oh, that's not <laughs> cultural appropriation. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's also a Luck dragon, but whatever. But yeah, the green is, is the puff? thing. No, it's like a pink lady and she's the bad guy I think. Whatever. It's, it's not even... I wish. <laughs> I would have killed for Aquafina instead. No, it's not even like an, like an impressive color of green. It doesn't even pop within the own world of the magic system that they have. It's just and also green. I don't know. Styleless. Okay. Well, I was going to bring up something. <laughs> Since we're almost in the spooky season. Yeah. Black cats. Yes. And the the myths around them. Mm-hmm. None of them are true. They are not true. In fact, believe it or not, I grew up around black cats. Yeah. And when a black cat crosses my path, I know instantly ultimate luck. Me and my sister raised a black cat. Like, from, like, we had his mother. She gave birth to a litter of five. All of Three of them got adopted, one of them unfortunately passed away, but we kind of expected that. And then the last one never got adopted, so we kept him, and he was the little black cat, and we called him Shadow. Creative, I know. (laughs) Heard a lot of cool names for black cats. Uh, 
people torture them because they have this superstitious thought towards it. A really sad thing that they'll do for like Halloween is they'll adopt a black cat as like an accessory to their witch outfit or whatever the fuck. And then once Halloween is over, they dump the cat back at the shelter. You want to get a cat this Halloween? I don't know how... Uh, I'm not going to give it up. Don't I, worry. I don't I'm not that jerk. How, if we're going to get something, I'd rather get another dog, because I don't know how well the dog will do with a cat. You mean Bubs? <laughs> yeah. The terrorizer? The heathen? <laughs> Destroyed his hedgehog this morning? But, yeah, he has a little hedgehog toy. He, he loves his toys. He crawls up in the bed with his toys. He does. He'll and like, then he'll snuggle in between us. It's the cutest thing, actually. Um, but uh, my sisters, Allison and twins... They adopted a black cat named Vincent, and he is the sweetest, he is adorable, he has a little blunt ear, I noticed, and I asked him about it. Blunt? Yeah, one of his ears looks like it, like it's, looks like it, like the tip is cut off. Oof. But they adopted him, the, the, the PetSmart or whatever they got him from didn't mention anything about it. So, it might not have been like an injury, but, but they're not sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Vincent, sweetie pie, cutie, cutie Magoo. You don't even know the cat. I know him through pictures, and he is cute. <laughs> and he apparently really likes, like, he was real needy, and he likes attention. And he'll sit there and cry and cry and cry until someone comes and, like, touches him. <laughs> Which, as far as cats go, that makes you one of the best cats. <laughs> so it's time for Box Office Trolls. Box Office Trolls! Woo! Woo! Okay, so we used this term earlier, we've used it throughout, hmm. referencing that cooking, the culinary show on Food Network. TOC? Tournament of Champions, Yep, right? yep, yep. And one of the things that Guy Fieri loves to say is this is the biggest upset in TOC history. Hell yeah. And we love saying it because it's funny. It's hilarious. Because it's like, oh, it meant something. The first time you did that to me, I laughed for like 20 minutes. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's... You have to say it with conviction. Yep. This is the, the biggest upset in TOC history. Yep, yep, yep. And you have to hold your hand like it's in the okay position. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like your Guy Fieri, ready to just go off in excitement. <laughs> Great show. Yes. Cannot recommend it more. Anyways, this is the biggest upset in TOC history for yes. the box office. Yes. I had seen predictions. I had laughed at them. I said, there's no way. Coming, flying no in way. from left field. Coming in all no the way. No one would have guessed. From the same planet. Yep, 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 yep. Dragon Ball Super Superhero takes number one in the U.S. box office. What the actual fuck? I saw a... a, a, a it was a thing that Funimation did. Um, so some other person had tweeted this thing. And it was just like, if you're a guy and you say you like anime, you're lame. No one will want to date you. Dragon Ball Z is for children. And Funimation replied to that tweet with a gif of Goku cracking his knuckles. And it just said, I'm ready to throw some hands, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Coming in at 20 million, just in the U.S. box office. Which you know is probably like triple that everywhere else combined oh yeah <laughs> it was a worldwide movie now we hadn't seen this well demon slayer got really close yes. that new demon slayer movie i want to watch demon slayer with you i think you'll like it i think i'll like it i think we should check it out 
I'm gonna play Pokemon. Anyways, we can do that. Well, much Demon Slayer. <laughs> this is its first week in the box office, competing against a number one first week box office coming in at two is Idris Elba's Beast. Yeah, the uh, the Jaws but on land movie. Where he's fighting a lion in Africa. Um, eleven point five million. Also, the fact Beast did so good amazes me. It looks, I figured it would have dominated. It, I did not expect Dragon Ball Super to no. be number one. Wait, but again, again, if we look at box office numbers since we started doing this, mm -hmm. Maverick. Yeah. So these what crazy the things are landing number one in the box office. It's been 30 years and you get a sequel and it's bigger than the original. Uh-huh. And the original was so big, people... I mean, it's the highway to the danger zone. <laughs> this movie's literally called Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Those two supers next to each other. And it's number one. <laughs> Apparently. This franchise is like 80 years old. <laughs> Optioning so many Dragon Ball movies. God. There's no way this one's worth 20 million. What even happens in this one? What happens? What the hell can happen? Oh, this is the one with the Red Ribbon Army, isn't it? Yeah, they have new androids. No wonder. You got the Red Ribbon Army and the androids. The two most pop, like the most popular thing from Dragon Ball and the most popular thing from Dragon Ball Z. What a surprise. <laughs> I saw a screenshot of it. Yeah? It was actually kind of cool. I, do you want to watch it when it gets to streaming? I haven't seen Brawl yet. We should watch Brawl, but it's on Funimation by now. I actually never finished Resurrection of F. The, is that a movie? Yeah. Which one was, was that one? That's when Frieza comes back. Oh, I don't think you need to bother watching it. Honestly. <laughs> I've seen all of he them except for that. He goes back to hell. <laughs> you know? <laughs> we know that. Yeah, but he turns into his golden form. They do so many things with Frieza. And, it's just, and it always ends with, and then he goes back to hell. <laughs> Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball fans. Round of applause. Um, Here's the thing. Who's your favorite Dragon Ball Z character? Z? Yes. We have to be very specific here. Yes. Z. Z. Vegito. Vegito. That's a good. That's a good answer, honestly. <laughs> because uh, uncanonically, it's Gogeta. But I'll give that answer away for a different show. Um, my answer is the same whether we're talking about Dragon Ball Z, Great Sandman, or Dragon Ball. No. Piccolo. <laughs> Tian Shinhan. Hell yeah, Crane School, baby. He flew. That was a thing that he used to do. No one else knew how to fly. That's why That's why Goku needed Nimbus, because no one else knew how to fly except for Crane School students. It has nothing to do with the fact that he's based on a mythological monkey no. that has a Nimbus cloud that he flies on? Well, that was the thing back at the day. That's why he, like, that's how he tied it together, Kira Toriyama. Like, the plot threads. I'm talking about Sun Wukong. And, uh, yeah, the, the, the biggest inspiration for all of Dragon Ball. <laughs> I like Sun Wukong. I love Sun Wukong. He's great. Great story. I honestly would really love to see, like, like a... Dragon Ball? Like a TV series telling Dragon the story. Dragon Ball Z... <laughs> Dragon Ball GT mm -hmm. and Dragon Ball Super is the best Superman story ever told. <laughs> You're not wrong. The second best Superman story ever told yeah. is Invincible. Oh. Notice how Superman's not making it here? Damn. <laughs> He's pretty bland. What else is in the box office? Number so three. So we got Beast, right? Yep. Number three, Bullet Train. It's been in there for three weeks. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, it, Eight million. It looks cool. I, I, I would love to... 
Just watch it. I was told it's straight up my alley. Yeah? And I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was laughing at the trailer when he's getting in the water. It the, seems like, yeah. <laughs> the Vizio, and he's like, you want water? And the guy's like, no. And then he just chucks it at his fucking head. It feels like a fusion between, um, like, John Wick and Knives Out to me. Which, what a combo, you know? <laughs> yeah. I love it. Both of those movies are really good. Yeah, honestly. Uh, number four, Top Gun Maverick. Finally plummeting back down 13 weeks in. Here's the crazy thing. So, Bullet Train last week was number one. Yeah. Top Gun Maverick was number two, and it's 13 weeks in the box office. Yeah. Number five. Number five. <laughs> Do you remember him? Which one? What was his name? A YouTuber. Know who you're talking about? I don't remember his name. Number five. He has that weird like cadence. Mm-hmm. Um. Apparently he's a nice guy. Uh. I have no idea what his name is. Don't remember. Chills. <laughs> chills. Oh my god. Chills. <laughs> I used to watch Chills back in the day. His cadence. I just couldn't. <laughs> if you look, you might see or notice that this object is levitating. No, I, I watched Rev and Luigi instead. Okay. <laughs> DC Super Pets at number five. It was number three last week. Uh, came in with uh, 5.6 million. We thought this was going to do way better. I did. It I... turns out every parent just took their kid to see Dragon Ball. <laughs> I'm hearing nothing about it, too. Yeah. Like, not, nothing good or bad. Like, it's just like, eh, that's there. But whatever. <laughs> Love and Thunder, which should be on... Thor 4. Yep. Should be on Disney Plus very soon here. Is it this Friday or something? Should be. Oh, dude, that's going to make my Friday so much better. Yeah. <laughs> you have no idea. I was... Like, I love Taika Waititi. Yeah. I like Thor. Like, another part of me wants to rewatch Ragnarok again, because that's another good one. You know? Are we doing a Marvel marathon? Why not? Fuck it. Oh, we're going to go down the rabbit hole really quick. <laughs> Number seven, Minions Rise of Gru. Wow, eight weeks already? It's been two months? What the hell happened? Where did August go? I'm so <laughs> glad August is gone. I am too, honestly. Like, give me September and October already. Fuck. <laughs> we have one more episode after this for August. Mm -hmm. And then I think we do the first week of September and we take a hiatus. Yeah, I was just supposed to say, like, weren't we supposed to take a hiatus at some point in time? Yeah, I missed, <laughs> messed up my numbers. Damn. <laughs> um. Nope. Yep. <laughs> some people like it, some people don't. I've heard it's very polarizing. I think it's going to have to be one where we just watch it for ourselves to come to a conclusion. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm down for aliens. Sure. I love aliens. I like the cast. I love Aliens. It's a good movie. I love... <laughs> Aliens is great, yes. <laughs> it's amazing to watch Alien... Alien, the original, the first one. When you're, like, I don't know, nine or some shit. And you don't understand, like, movie language. So everything that tells you, hey, this character is the main character, they're gonna live. You don't notice any of those things. Yeah, and, and so you get surprise. You get legitimately amazed when Ripley is the last one to live. Because I definitely, I thought I didn't. Because I was watched all those movies where all the girls die off and then you're stuck with Hero Action Man as your last survivor, you know? I was never allowed to watch Alien 
So I snuck away and I watched Alien vs. Predator. And that was Ooh. that was my first time. <laughs> wow. I actually stupidly love that movie. I really love Ripley. I adore Ripley. I didn't meet Ripley. Uh, how do I say that? Um, Did you watch two first? Or? I watched four. Alien Resurrection. Is she in that one? Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, I only saw the ending of four, so I was like, what the hell is this thing? Yeah, yeah. Even when you're, like, trying to pay attention, Alien can be a little bit much at times. <laughs> I didn't watch Alien until I was in college. Really? Yeah. Wow. That, I, like, Do you I... know how hard I laughed when they're in the tunnels and they find the xenomorph? And it's just a guy in a costume, and he just puts his hands up, and he goes, ah! It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need it. I was, fortunately, like and I said. And the dude falls down the ladder and breaks his leg, and it's part of the plot, but it's fucking hilarious. Like I, like I said, I was like eight or nine or some shit when I first watched Alien. So, you know, <laughs> I was like, so, everything was super hyper-realistic to me, because I didn't understand puppetry. <laughs> The Xenomorphs are really cool. I love the Xenomorphs. I was talking about this today. The Xenomorphs versus Predators. And the Xenomorphs win. Sorry, Predator. <laughs> They're just cooler in every way. Though Prey was pretty dope. Prey was fun. I liked it a lot. Uh, where the Crawdads Sing is number nine. I'm amazed this is still within the top ten. 77 million total in the U.S. Is it really that good? I can't imagine that. Well, nothing else like it is around. I suppose if you like you you're if you like yourself a bit of a like, backwoods horror mystery, whatever, then, yeah, I guess this is the only option. <laughs> and then Bodies, 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 number 10. Oof. A24. Plummeting. Definitely not the, uh, the massive mega hit, like, um, everything, everywhere, all at once ended up being. It was crazy how well that did. Yes. I saw, we were at Walmart, I think it was, like, the other day. And as we were walking through the movie aisles, I noticed it was available on Blu-ray and DVD. And I was like, well, but it's probably on streaming now, too. So we should check it out. Um, coming up this week, mm -hmm. Three Years of Longing, or 3,000 Years of Longing. My what, bad. A lot what, longer. Was it? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, it's Tilda Swinton. Oh! Who played uh, the White Witch of Narnia. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she has a genie. Idris Elba. Yes, he has another movie coming out. That's Tilda Swinton? Yeah. Wow. And uh, it's basically marketed as Aladdin for adults. Cool. I'm, I'm down for it. Fuck it. I like there, both there those was, people. Tilda Swinton and Idris Elba are cool. <laughs> there was another movie, The Invitation, which is a horror film. Yeah. It, it's made by Screen Gems. It looks like... known for... Uh, those lovely live-action Resident Evil adaptations, it, except for Welcome to Raccoon. It looks like a Bloomhouse movie. Invitation. It looks like shit. It looks like ass. <laughs> it looks um, like, for such a unique concept, just look like blah. <laughs> no other new movies. There was one other, but it's not worth talking about. Okay. And then uh, there are no new TV shows. Go imagine that. Yep, yep. All the big ones just dropped this week. Football's just around the corner, which means we're going to get more. It is. I'm excited for football, honestly. I'm excited to just play a bunch of Animal Crossing while we watch football. <laughs> You're excited to watch me freak out. I'm excited to go through my, like, fifth playthrough 
of whatever game it is I'm playing. <laughs> I wonder what ref this season is going to piss me off so much. I'm just going to be the same one as always. <laughs> Where I get up off, I do this, I, I swear to God, Get off your Voltaire. knees, ref, you're blowing the game. <laughs> I will stand up, start trotting around the living room, going, you're dumb, this stupid, just muttering under my breath. Then they'll make their final call, and I get down and crouch, and I scream in agony. Yeah. And it's this guttural man as, sound, as and if, I just go, how could you do this? As if the, the TV people are going to hear you. <laughs> Everything your dad did, for some reason, I do. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is, yeah. but I just start screaming at the television. And I'm just sitting there playing Animal Crossing going, Hey, you need to calm down. I How can I calm the fuck down? You're sitting there like shitting yourself, screaming, veins popping, and I'm just like, I want to plant more flowers next to my frog's house. <laughs> yep. I have a bird. I've been trying to get... To move out of my village for fucking ever. Everyone else I hated moved out. It's just the goddamn stupid bird, Jacob. Jacob, the bird in Animal Crossing. Piece of shit. I hate this boy. I hate him. I hate him. He's gross. He's a lazy villager. I hate lazy villagers. And he's this dumb, ugly bird. And his house is right next to mine. And I hate him. <laughs> Kill your neighbors. I, if I could, my god, I would love an Animal Crossing but murder version, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Give me satanic rituals and sacrifices. I am ready for it. Well, you heard it here. Barry Bottom is satanic. Yay! Satanic. Go Satan! Straight up Satan. There is a uh, game. It's a roguelike. We're going to scare people if we keep doing this. <laughs> There's a roguelike uh, game that just came out called Cult of the Lamb. Where you do play as like this cute little like Animal Crossing esque lamb character, and you do get cult followers and you sacrifice them and whatnot. But it's a roguelike, and I really don't like roguelikes. So what does that term mean? I saw something earlier today, and they were like, "It's a roguelike game," and I was uh, like, "What the fuck does that mean?" You've played them before. Did you ever play Binding of Isaac? Don't even know what that is. You okay? Uh, That's not a good title. <laughs> Binding of Isaac was really popular. I enjoyed it. Never really played it much. Okay. So you know those games, usually they're like two, they're like old school games, or like 2D, where you, your, your little character walks into the room, and it's like a, a little a room type layout with enemies, and you can just like shoot or slice or whatever it is your ability is. It's so hard to describe and make it. It's from top-down perspective. But as I do. Yes. God, it's impossible to really describe. Oh, yeah, I'll show you footage of Binding of Isaac later, and I'll explain it to you perf perfectly. <laughs> okay. Um, you didn't have to touch my knee there. But I like touching it. Also, you've got your like, foot up on your chair, so your knees up. <laughs> the way I describe me sitting in chairs is just imagine... L. <laughs> From Death Note? <laughs> From Death Note. I cannot sit in a chair like a normal person. I would describe you sitting in chairs like when you're in your art class and your, your model for the day 
um, pick some wackadoo ass pose that no one ever sits in. So even if you draw them perfectly, they still look weird as fuck because no one does that. That's what you do. <laughs> God, one time I was fucking livid. I had this art class at college and we were drawing um, models. And this lady was there and she was sitting there in this chair and she picked a really relaxed pose and whatnot. And she kept like kind of fidgeting and stuff, but whatever, I, you're human. You're not actually a person of stone, I get it. You're gonna fidget and stuff. There was a point of time, and you could see every single person in the room, every single artist, and the professor himself just have this sinking feeling of hatred. Because there was a point in time where I guess she got tired, so she stops, stretches, does like stretches for like 10 fucking minutes, and then attempts to get back into the same pose, but it was nothing like the same pose. Like her hands were like in completely different spots, and her face was doing something completely different, and everyone's just sitting there like, WHAT THE FUCK?! WHAT THE FUCK?! <laughs> WHY?! DO YOU NOT UNDERSTAND?! <laughs> and so, the next class, the teacher, because it was one of his friends that he brought in to like be our model, he had to be like, so I want to apologize about um, how that went last time. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Okay, well, we're coming down to an end. Mm-hmm. It is time. It's time for the scraps that we're getting. It's Pokemon news. So, um, we got one new Pokemon. That's basically it. Some new items and abilities. But I whatever. didn't get to say it with you. Do you want to say it with me? I was too busy writing. Well, yeah, because you're a good editor. And you keep track of things. It's Pokemon, Pokemon news. news! So we got one new Pokemon. Cyclopteroptics or Megabear. <laughs> I spelt his name correct on the first try. Oh, you wrote it down? Mm -hmm. Shit. I was even sitting, as I'm sitting there saying it, I was like, you should have wrote this down. That would have been did. helpful. Cyclozar? Cyclozar. Cyclozar. So, Cyclozar looks very similar to our legendaries. He yeah. has wheels yeah. on. Or. He's it has wheels on its like uh, chest and like its tail and what it does look like my theory and a lot of other people's theories is this will evolve into the two different legendaries yeah this is what i was thinking too what but I there's think? another theory yes that this is a third thing on its own it's just a baby and it's modernized and the reason why they think this modernization of it mm -hmm. is the other two i can't remember the names I'm, they walk. We're, we're working on it. Sorry. <laughs> they walk in all fours. Yes. So the quadrupedal. Yes. Silazar is bipedal. Yeah. So it looks like. Which, it. if you're struggling to understand what I said there, uh, <laughs> quadrupedal quad four. Yep. Pedal, what you step on. Ped is the Latin word for foot. Ped. Yep. That is foot. Quadra ped. Four, four foot. foot. It breaking it down. It's By, a very easy. Two. By two, pedal foot. foot, so two feet. Two foot. Yep. So humans are bipedal. We are. Um, uh, you will also hear people mispronounce that. They'll say bipedal. They usually when they're British. <laughs> no, Americans do that. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, it, like, it's that same thing with uh, deity. Wait, did we mention this on the podcast? How to pronounce deity? No. Um, we were watching Sandman, and in the last episode, they mentioned a character, and they called oh. him Azazel. Yeah. And you and it's I are we're, we're shitting ourselves like it's Azazel. It this 
Azazel, the demon, he has a net. <laughs> well, it's the difference between Thanos and Thanos. Yeah, you know. It's Thanos. Also, the like the whole of the Sandman's cast is British, so whatever. They're gonna say things dumb. Aluminium. <laughs> that one, I actually agree with them. I don't. There's no other I in the middle. Yeah, the 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 U becomes. No. What's the point of an X? Okay. What let's is really, the point of an X? The screw Pokemon news. You let's know talk about crazy? this. Crazy when the X makes like a, a Z sound. What's uh, the point of having a Z? Sometimes it's gonna be like a shh sound. And then you, sometimes it's like a K sound. <laughs> yeah, Zycar. Yeah, 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 yeah. But <laughs> you, you do this dumb shit, right? Mm -hmm. And then you go to Britain. Here in America, we say Z. Mm-hmm. What do they say? Zed. Zed. And there's a rhyme? Fuck you, rareware. There's a rhyme in Banjo-Tooie. Where, uh, so Jam Jars, Bottles' cousin, who is the military mole, who teaches you the new uh, abilities for Banjo and Kazooie in the second game. Jam Jars does a rhyme, but he uses Zed and rhymes it with head. So as a kid... Who didn't know this? You said Z. Z, rhyme with head, and I'm like, that's a shit ass fucking rhyme, Jam Jars. <laughs> yeah, it's that name Zed. Yeah. Z E D. Mm -hmm. Zed is dead, right? There's yeah. a rhyme there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In American, if you pronounce that without knowing it, do you know what they say? They say zebra. Yeah. That's yeah. zebra. What the hell is wrong with you, Brits? <laughs> Apparently, if you live on an island long enough, you become stupid. How can you be so Just kidding. I'm wrong? just kidding. Well, it's like that. It's like that. What's that um, uh, uh, Eric Andre show meme? Where it's like, how can you be so confident yet so wrong? <laughs> or, or whatever. <laughs> no, bro. You got to eat the whole head the of The whole head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, back to Pokemon news. Um, there's a third theory that I have, personally, about... What Salazar Cyclozar might Cyclazar. be. I don't think it will evolve into the legendaries. I don't think it's related to the legendaries at all. I think it might just be like a um, descendant type of animal creature that's similar, but acts more as like, like, like a, like they. I don't know how to describe it. Like, it's similar to the legendaries, but it's not a legendary. It's just a different Pokemon that serves the legendaries in its similarity. This has never been a thing in Pokemon before, so I have nothing to compare it to, really. <laughs> Which makes it difficult. Here, how about this? Oh, here, here's, here we go. I think you're losing us. So, Dialga is the god of... Dialga. Is the god of time. Controls time. Hmm? Celebi is just a time warrior. It is not a god of anything. It just is, It's a guardian. Yes, but it retains the powers of time. It serves Dialga. That's what I think this is. But I don't think uh, Cyclozar is legendary. It might be the pseudo-legendary, like the Tyranitar of the generation. That's, that's my theory. Okay. I could well, be totally wrong. <laughs> we'll find out soon. Uh, I wrote this poorly. Uh, I can't even read terror it. Terror stabilizing? Oh, 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 that new thing with the Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they <laughs> crystallize into these different forms. Uh, yeah. It we saw it actually in effect where... Uh, you can change your Pokemon's typing. Yeah, that that's crazy. 
It's unique. It was Tyranitar became a ghost type. It, yeah, Colossal became a water type. It's unique. I think it looks really stupid. I think the giant headpiece is unnecessary. I think it could have been a bit more subtle. But whatever, you know. <laughs> you know, one of these days, we're going to do that mega thing. We'll go back to just being megas. <laughs> if Nintendo doesn't drop any more Pokemon stuff next week. Mm-hmm. I'm... Which, that's another theory, that supposedly on the 28th of August we'll get more Pokemon things. Okay, you're not going to get your Mega stuff, I'm sorry. <laughs> Is that what it was, the 28th of August, that your co-worker said? The, 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 the same co-worker that thought Mewtwo looked like a kangaroo? Let's calling him straight out, into it. Calling him out, you dummy. <laughs> so, this pomp is fuck. Okay. Yes, I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. I know you're listening. Yep. Wanted to tell me last week little fun fact this about made, Pokemon. This made me livid. I'm... What's the first next-gen Pokemon you saw in the original run? Ho-Oh. It's in the first episode. And that was my answer. Because that's the correct goes, answer. No. It's Donphan. Oh, my God. I thought about this. And, you told and... me this. It made me upset. Hours later, I was doing the dishes, and it made me re-upset, and I was fuming, just scrubbing the shit out of the dishes, like, how can you think it's fucking done? <laughs> and I brought it up to them. Not only is Ho-Oh in the first episode, mm-hmm. but later on, Misty gets a Togepi. Yeah. Who's not part of it. Togepi hatches, like, in the middle of the first season. <laughs> Pokemon in the first movie, yes, Don Fan shows up at the very beginning, but before you begin that movie, There's you have Pikachu's, Pikachu's Adventure. Adventure. And there's Snubble mm-hmm. and Meryl. Yeah, Don Fan is the fifth. You're stupid, dumb, stupid dummy, fucking fuming. I was filled with rage. I was so angry. <laughs> so this this jerk has the gall to tell me that he knows more about Pokemon. Yeah. I told him, I am literally nine years older than you. Yeah. I know a lot more about Pokemon. I've got the experience. Mm-hmm. Wanted to tell me that... Today, Mewtwo is a kangaroo. It's not. That's not. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna fight. The next time I see I, I see them, I am going to just shit my pants <laughs> in fury. <laughs> we looked it up, and according to the internet, Mewtwo is a feline, humanoid, fox like kangaroo. Fox like? No. Kangaroo? No. Nothing about Mewtwo is anything fox-like or kangaroo-esque. Yeah, it's a feline human being. It's a, yeah, it is literally... Because that's that the thing. That was the point of it. Because Mew is designed after both a cat, specifically a kitten, and... Uh, um, An alien? No, um... Uh, what is it called? A fetus. Oh. Like, in utero. Like, you ever look at those, like, horrifying, like, garbled pictures of babies? How they look like these weird big head blobby things with, mm-hmm. like, the, the umbilical cord? Mew's tail is the umbilical cord. They went with a cat-like design because it made it cute rather than horrifying. <laughs> He's also got that weird thing in the back of his head that connects to his spine. Yeah, well, that's because... And it's not his neck. No, it's just because, um, when, when, okay, when Professor Fuji, when Dr. Fuji was creating Mewtwo... <sighs> Here we go. When Dr. Fuji was creating Mewtwo, you spliced together the DNA of an ancient Pokemon who might theoretically not even really exist. You just have a fossil that you think works. He had four experiments beforehand that died. 
um, a Squirtle, a Bulbasaur, and a Charmander, and his daughter. That were attempted clones. They all died. Because they couldn't handle it. So what he had to do was he had to completely alter um, Mewtwo's genetics and splice together- Here's where it gets really confusing. Splice together the DNA of Blaine, the fire-type gym leader from Kanto, who was also a scientist working on this project, but they didn't tell you that part. And that's why, like, the second Valve thing and the more humanoid components is because otherwise he was going to die. Many years later, Mewtwo perfected cloning, and that's why he made a Charizard, Blastoise, and Venusaur on his island, because he perfected cloning because his friends fucking died. He couldn't recreate the human girl, because that was the last of her. She was gone. There was nothing we could do to bring her back. That's sad. It is sad. That's an entire special that they didn't have in the beginning of, um... The, the American version of Mewtwo Strikes Back. Oh, yeah, it's what it's called. Mewtwo yeah. Strikes Back. It was like the... It's not Pokemon the first movie. It's... I know. It's it's labeled that way, but yeah. Only in the U.S., <laughs> but yeah, it's... In Japan, it was Pikachu's Adventure, uh, a really fucking terrible and sad story about these baby clones dying. Because they could all speak telepathically with each other, so Mewtwo was befriending them. And then he just had to sit there and watch as his friends fucking died. That would make a lot more sense I, to his descent to madness. And America was like, cut that out of here. They included it in a later DVD thing. Yeah, with uh, Lucario and the Mystery Mew. It was the sequel to Mewtwo. Um, Mewtwo Strikes Back Again. I don't remember what it was called. Mewtwo Double Strikes. Mewtwo comes, like, Mewtwo and... Now, Mewtwo becomes Mewtwo. We're, we're doing it again. <laughs> Not to be confused with Detective Pikachu. Yes. There's another Mewtwo. There's also another Mewtwo with a female voice, which As implies... As my coworkers like to call Detective Pokemon. Detective... Po- <laughs> Jesus. There's a Mewtwo with a female voice in um, the Genesect movie, which implies Mewtwo has fucked and has made a daughter, perhaps... <laughs> or something. <laughs> we would say procreate. Mewtwo just finds a ditto and it's like, perfect. <laughs> I'm gonna figure this out. <laughs> so, do you think Mewtwo looks like a kangaroo? God, no. Nothing. No? No. Well, that's the title of this episode. <laughs> so, you have to wait all the way to the end to figure that one out. Yep. And if you're here from Judgmental Critter, yep. you have a shadow. Woo! If you are here... And you don't believe Mewtwo looks like a kangaroo? Yeah, leave it in the comments. Tell us if you think Mewtwo looks like a kangaroo or not. Tell your friends and everybody else, this has been Coffee Break. Yep. We love you. Everyone be safe. Yep, yep, yep. Have a good night. We'll see you in the morning. Bye-bye. See you next week.